Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think different theory, baby. That's what we do. Today is a day of thanks. Today is a day of giving. Today is a day that is definitely worth living. Now, that sounds like a cheesy quote, and it is, but it is the part of a poem or part of a little speech that um, my mom made me give when I was growing up at our church for Thanksgiving. And it was interesting because uh, a little bit of backstory and a little bit of background behind me, which I, I don't think a lot of people actually know about me, is that um, my church growing up, in fact, the, the church that my parents to this day still go to actually meets um, in a, uh, a mental, or I mean, sorry, in a, um, in a dis, uh, dis, disability um, center um, for like mentally disabled and physically disabled uh, people. It's called, well, actually for, for the sake of privacy, I'm not going to uh, state where it is, but in Indiana, uh, my church, they actually go and there's a conference center there that they, that they rent out every week and uh, they go and there's the you know people that are paralyzed from the waist down. There's people that are paralyzed uh, completely. There are uh, some people that are, uh, you know, kind of mentally not all there and uh, they go and, and they bring them down and they do church service with them. And there's uh, several hundred people um, in that church that, that meet and that is their ministry is to, to reaching out to the, the, the fatherless and the, uh, the afflicted. Um, and, and they have an amazing, amazing uh, kind of ministry there dealing with people that nobody else really wants to touch. And I, I think that it um, would probably be pretty safe to say that um, dealing with people that are uh, paralyzed, dealing with, pe uh, dealing with people that are mentally not all there or that uh, have mental health issues or, or things like that, uh, that are safe. I mean, none of them are really dangerous or anything like that, but uh, dealing with those types of people are, is not the easiest thing in the world. And it's not something that uh, most people would run to, to go and do. But uh, the church that I grew up in from about the age of 11, uh, since my parents moved out to Indiana, uh, that's what they do. And uh, they have a, a really, really cool ministry there. And so for 10 years of my life, that's what I grew up doing. Um, we would go before church and we would deliver donuts uh, to the staff there, um, all the different nurses and doctors um, there that were taking care of these. It was a, a very large, it was a state-run facility. It was a, a rather large facility uh, there in Indiana. And um, Every year for Thanksgiving, um, we would call it um, the name of the facilities Thanksgiving, um, and uh, different members of the church would prepare turkeys and meals and food, and we would go there and we would literally have. I mean, these people, some of them haven't seen their family in years. Some of them, their family had completely forgotten about them and just left them essentially to die. Um, uh, most of them never got out to see the light of day. They had been in there for years, if not decades, and so we were really a, a joy point of theirs. And, and every year, these people would look forward to this, and uh, it got so big that we would do two or three nights in a row. And it was uh, the week before Thanksgiving. It's probably actually happening right now, um, uh, more than likely this, this week leading up to Thanksgiving. And so every year we would go in and we would create, you know, we cook all this food and, uh, each one of the church members would be responsible for something different. Some people would bring the turkeys or the stuffing or the gravy or the, you know, the green beans or the casseroles, like whatever it was. And then, uh, other members of the church, uh, would be responsible for performing. And some of them would be musical performances. Some of them would be speeches or, or things like that. And so, um, my, my mom, um, and well, yeah, my dad, both, they were both very involved, but my mom was, you know, my dad was working. And so, um, my mom was very involved in the church and still is in, very involved in the church. And uh, my mom would go in and um, um, have all of us. I have, I have seven siblings, or I had. I, my older brother passed away. So I have six younger siblings. I'm the oldest still living. And we would go in there and we would do these uh, presentations. And it was interesting because, you know, kind of growing up, when you don't know any different, you just, you know, growing up is kind of like, yeah, whatever. And like, we got to do this thing. Cause mom and dad say we got to go to church. We got to help out at, at the, you know, the, at, um, you know, the, well, the church facility, once again, I'm, I'm saying the name that we call it was just it was the actual, the actual name. And I want to not say that just for the sake of privacy reasons, but, um, you know, we would go and we would do this. And 
as I look back now, it's in- interesting because some of the the simplest messages that we would that people would say there, some of the the things that we would do for, for the people, the things that were simplest, like giving thanks and um, uh, giving back, are the things that have stuck out to me and that have um, yeah stuck with me the most throughout my life. You know, it's interesting. Um, we're gonna get into here today. I, I want to talk a little bit about the history of Thanksgiving um, and initially how that transpired because I actually had to do a lot of research on it. In fact, the speech that I gave, I actually memorized um, the speech that was given at the Plymouth uh, uh, plantation um, there by the pilgrims. Um, And like I dressed up and like we had little costumes that we wore or whatnot. But the thing that I remember was today is a day of thanks. Today is a day of giving. Today is a day that is definitely worth living. And my, my mom would always come back and be like, Today is the day that is worth giving beca- or living because it is the day that we are, are thankful and that we give back. And um, I want to focus on that giving back p- part here just for just a second. Um, not that giving thanks isn't important. It obviously very, very much is. But I think uh, part of the act of giving thanks is giving back. Um, one of the things that uh, I have really focused on recently in my life is um, abundance and living in abundance and and uh, becoming the person uh, worthy of, of having more in life. Um, and I've been working with my coach and, and um, yeah, I have a mindset coach that I... I pay $5,000 a month every uh, every month to, so 60 grand a year just to come and work with my mindset and, and to work on becoming the best version of myself and to, you know, leveling up. And um, recently, and, and this year especially, stepping into abundance, one of the things that I have, have learned that is part of living in abundance and part of having more in life and the act of doing that is the act of giving back, the act of, of, of being generous with your money, being generous with your time, being generous with your resources. And um, so uh, I, I kind of even hesitate to kind of say the, the next part of this because, um, you know, th- this kind of seems self-serving, but I want to give kind of give some examples of this just in my own life that I have found to be just incredibly um something that has really changed my perspective on life. Uh, and that, that is giving back and, and really going and, and giving back with my money and giving back with my time. And, um, one of the things that I've started doing recently, uh, in the past several weeks is I, I go through and I just, I always just pay for the person behind me in, in the drive-thru line, right? Whether it's Starbucks or McDonald's or, you know, whatever, right? Uh, I just always pay for the person there. Um, I, I give every month, not only to operation underground railroad, but I also support, um, uh, there's a, a young girl named what, I think I can say her name. Her name's Faith. Um, uh, over in another country that um, every every month that I sponsor that you know provides food and education and, and medicine and, and things for over that. Um, I've recently started um, uh, giving to uh, a cause that gives out Bibles. And like every single time I give, uh, Leah and I will go and we'll uh, anytime, not anytime, but a lot of times you know, when we're down and uh, we, we see homeless, we'll either give them food or money. We'll stop. Well, the other day we, we went down and, and we saw this guy. We had just picked up some donuts and we saw this guy who just tell us, he just said, hey, I'm hungry. And so we went and we went to the grocery store and bought a bunch of food and drop that off to him. And I, and I tell you this, not because, not that I'm so great. I, I'm not so great, right? Like I have a long way to go. I can be doing so much more. I can, I can be doing so much more in giving. And there's many, 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 many people out there that give far, far more than I do. But one of the things that I've noticed in my life is that the more I give, the more that I am just a, live in this abundance mindset of just giving, whether it's money or food or time or resources, whatever that is, I become so, so much more thankful in my life for what I have. I live a much more happy and fulfilled life. And a lot of the stress of uh, what I'm dealing with in that moment really does go away and allows me to have some perspective. 
Um, you know, I grew up in a, in a, in a society or, or in a, I don't want to say a society in a environment, um, where the people around, like we didn't have a lot of money. Right. And, um, you know, my parents taught me some amazing, amazing things. They taught me how to work hard. They taught me how to, um, you know, stand up for what I believe in. They taught me about God and about faith and about morals and morality. And like, those are the most important things in life. And I am so incredibly thankful for that. One of the things that was not abundant, um, around growing up, uh, where I was, was money. Um, and you know, um, living in scarcity of money uh, was something that I had really had to break out of. And, uh, you know, it, it seems uh, oxymoronic to say, hey, if you want more money, if you if you want to uh, not have to worry about that, start giving more. And, but I have noticed that every single time that I have done that in my life, every single time that I have been responsible with money, every single time that I have, uh, have gone and get given back, it's always come back to me, you know, sevenfold, tenfold. And I remember watching a clip from Tony Robbins one time um, for those of you that don't know Tony Robbins, most of you probably do. He's uh, pro arguably the greatest personal development uh, coach or uh, influencer of, of our uh, alive today. He's um, incredibly respected, world-renowned. I've had the ability to get to hear him speak a couple times. He's friends with Russell Brunson, who's a friend of mine. And uh, I, I have a lot of respect for, for Tony Robbins. And one of the things that he said is, um, he just said, just freaking give. Just give. It will come back to you in ways that are unexplainable. And the, you know, the universe is all connected. And when we give, it shows that we are living in this abundance mentality. When we give back, it shows that we, we realize that, that abundance is all around us because the reason most people don't give, the reason most people are, are, are afraid to part with, whether it's money or finances, is not because they're bad people. I would say that if you had an unlimited bank account, if you had you know, unlimited resources, right? Imagine you had $100 billion in your bank account. I, I think that most of us would just give and give and give. We'd buy all the homeless people food. We'd give away cars. We'd, we'd go and we, we'd do all these things. So why don't we? Well, we don't have $100 billion in our bank account. And so the reason that most of us don't give, the reason that most of us are afraid to do that is because uh, we're scared, right? We, we live in this, this limited resources mentality of there's not gonna be enough, right? There's not gonna be enough money. There's not gonna be enough food or I don't have enough time or I don't have enough this. But when you start to think about things in this, this reality that says, hey, there, there is enough. There's abundance. There's abundance everywhere. I'm gonna give back. When we start to realize that we don't really own anything, I mean, like, yes, there's, we have physical ownership of our things, but when it comes to money and resources, it, it just, it all flows. And when you become the person that is, that is worthy of having a lot, you will be given a lot. And one of the characteristics and one of the things that is, that is, um, that is the characteristic of a, of a wealthy person, that someone that is worthy of becoming a wealthy person is giving and is giving back and is in, um, and, and really uh, the, I believe that giving is the act of being thankful. Um, because when you are thankful and when you, when you take a step back and you realize the abundance that you have and you realize that there are so many people that don't have as much as you do and when you go and you give back, that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. And um, so I, I kind of wanted to kind of start off with that and, and just kind of say that out there. Um, I do briefly want to talk about um, kind of what's going on today and kind of some of the things that I'm thankful for. Um, but, but one of the things that I think is interesting a lot of times when I say this, when I talk about giving back and, and, and being charitable, a lot of people are like, well, Josh, isn't that socialism, right? A, a lot of people on the left are like, yeah, Josh, this is a great message. This is what the Democrats are saying, or this is what socialists are saying is like, like we should, you know, everybody should just give to everybody. And, and there's a fundamental difference there. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the government taking and distributing. I'm not talking about forced giving. I'm talking about personal giving from the heart. I'm talking about the act of actually going out there and making real lasting impact. And I think one of the, the biggest fundamental flaws and reasons that 
things like socialism and government imposed distribution or charity does not work is because it's forced and it doesn't come from the heart and you don't actually see the effect of your work. You know, you think about it, uh, how uh, somebody gave the example one time from, from the perspective of, of somebody that has, all right? Imagine somebody just came to you and you every, you know, every month, let's say you made $10,000, but every single month, somebody came into your house, held a gun to your head Ed, and said, give me 4,000 of it right now or I'm gonna kill you, right? Or I'm gonna lock you up, right? Would you, would you be thrilled that you were having to give up 4,000 of your dollars every month? No, you'd be really upset about it and you'd be like, no, oh, this has to stop and you'd be very, very angry. But what if you later found out that that $4,000 a month was going to you know, help people in need and like directly responsible for feeding thousands and thousands of people? Would you be so upset anymore? Well, no, you probably would be a little bit less upset, but you would have been like, hey, if I just knew that, if I just knew that that's where that was going, if I just knew that that was the result of it, I probably would have had a different attitude towards it. I might've even given more, right? But because you came in with a gun, because you said you must or I will kill you or I will lock you up, you're probably not too thrilled about that idea, right? And that's essentially how the government works. And with the, with the government coming in with socialism is they're saying, hey, we're gonna take your money away. We're gonna give it to people in need, right? But you don't actually see that. And you don't actually believe that they're doing a good job. And the government has proven to be irresponsible and, and not worthy of, of, or not being a good manager about money or funds whatsoever. And so for me, I don't support socialism. I don't support anything like socialism. I don't believe that the government or that anybody else is responsible for, for taking care of other people. I believe that we as a society, we as people need to be responsible for that. And I believe that when we live in this mindset of abundance and when we live in this mindset that there, guys, there's plenty of resources. There's infinite resources. There's more money and more resources on this world than we can possibly even think of, fathom, or imagine. So why are there people living in poverty and why are there people living you know, in, in, in crazy amounts of wealth? Well, it's because that people aren't asking, because, because people like you and I aren't doing our job of giving back because, because, well, man, that's kind of a bad example of that. Let me back up here for a second. Why is that? It's because the society that we are living in today is not promoting the, the correct way or the healthy way of distribution. I'm gonna take this, I'm gonna give you a, another example, the flip side of this. Imagine somebody on welfare, right? They go to the government and they get their, their food stamps or they get their welfare check or whatever it is. I don't know how it works. I don't even, I'm not, I've never done it before, but you know, they, they get their money from the government every month. And let's just imagine it's a $2,000 check, right? Now imagine that instead of just going to the government and saying, give me my $2,000 check every month, Imagine that every single day, rather than getting $2,000, which what's that come out to? Not even hundred bucks a day. I think it's like, what's that? Probably like $75 a day. Let's just say it's 75 bucks a day, okay? Imagine if every single day, rather than asking the government for their $2,000 check, they had to go knock on their neighbor's door and they could only ask for it in increments of $5. And every single day they had to go and they had to knock on, you know, 25 different people's doors asking for five, or I guess that wouldn't be it, 15 people's doors? Yeah, 15 people's doors asking for that $5 every single day. Do you think their mentality towards changing that towards doing that money would change? Yeah, it probably would. It would probably affect both parties differently because the the net neighbor that has wealth would see this person coming and asking for it every day and maybe be a little bit more inclined to help them and the, and the person that is coming to them and asking would be a little bit more inclined maybe to take personal responsibility for their life and to really actually step up and and not stay there for a long period of time, right? And like that concept of having this interaction and, and actually seeing real change with, with, if you have wealth, if you have the ability to give, and even if you don't, just the act of giving and actually seeing that your money, that your donation that you, you're giving back actually affects real change in someone's life, you're more inclined to do it over and over and over again, right? 
When I see that when I deliver, you know, some cans of soup and peanut butter and jelly and bread to a homeless guy and I see his face light up and go, my gosh, this is going to feed me for a week or two, right? And I'm super excited about it. That, that makes me feel good and that makes me want to go give and give to more people, right? When I go and I give $100 or $500 to charity and I know that my friends are doing the same thing as well and then, you know, at the end of the month, I get to see that, hey, we raised $10,000 and that's gonna free a child from sex trafficking. That's gonna make me feel good and that's gonna make me want to go do it. But when the government comes in and just takes it and forces it, it makes me want to oppose that. You see what I'm saying? And so that's the fundamental difference of what I believe here. And I just wanted to clarify that because I do think that there are some people that get that wrong. I am... I very, very much support charity work. I very, very much support people getting involved, but I support people's choice in that. I don't believe that it should be forced. I don't believe that, you know, that the government should come and say, we're going to take it and we're going to give it because then we don't know where it goes. And chances are it's actually not going to go to what they say it's going to go to anyway, because they're irresponsible and, and have a huge lack of trust. So anyway, as we come on Thanksgiving and th as Thanksgiving, you know, is tomorrow, I wanted to take some time to be thankful for the country that we get to live in today with all of its flaws, with everything that's going on. I'm incredibly thankful that I'm a citizen of the United States of America, that I have the ability to fight for freedom and fight for what I believe in. Um, it was in 1621 was the, the first celebration of Thanksgiving on Plymouth Plantation. Um, there was a harvest feast there. Uh, it lasted for three days, and this was after the first harvest um, since they had come over, since the, the, the pilgrims had come over um, from England, and this was, the, this was their first harvest, their first celebration. They had gone through uh, and lost. There was a lot of people that they lost uh, due to sickness and due to famine and due to lack of. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Sickness killed a lot of people, but yet they were giving thanks. Sounds like something that we need to be doing. Even though we're losing people, we need to give thanks. But what's interesting is the reason that they were over here in America in the first place, the reason that they were giving thanks is they were giving thanks because they had just escaped and run away from government oppression. They were giving thanks because now they were in this new land where they had freedom of speech, where they had freedom to, to go and pursue the things that they believed in, the, the freedom of religion, the freedom to believe and worship how they saw fit. And then not everybody agreed, but they, they had run away from, from government oppression. They had run away from the very things that we're facing here today. And even though that they had run away, that, that running away cost a lot of lives. That running away cost a lot of people their lives. And they had to go through a lot of sickness, but America would have never been founded unless they stood up against those government oppressions and, and went to the new world and then risked their lives and had people die. And they knew those risks going into it. They knew that people were going to die. They knew that they were going to lose family members. They knew that they were going to lose loved ones. They knew that their own lives were at risk, but they did it anyway. And then once they got there, they were so thankful for the ability to chase freedom, to chase the American, well, the American dream wasn't then, but to chase this idea of religious freedoms and freedom of speech and, and freedom to, to gather and, and, and free them to go and live how one saw fit. And that's how Thanksgiving started. And we came, the pilgrims, they came over to America and there were, uh, I have here, this is according to Wikipedia, there were, what was it, um, 50, yeah, 90 Native Americans and 53 pilgrims. So 143 people on that, at that first Thanksgiving. And it la the celebration lasted for three days and they were so thankful. They were thankful to God for the harvest. They were thankful for their freedoms. They were thankful for the ability to, to worship the God that they saw fit, to, to live how they saw fit, and to be free from government rule and oppression over there. And, and I think that that's a, a really cool lesson that we can 
um, to learn from. And as we look back at history and, you know, I think it's fitting. I, I, I don't want to make this, this podcast about, you know, uh, 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 this podcast, Thanksgiving day podcast, uh, political, uh, or too political, but I, I do think it is important to point out and to say like, Hey, listen, like the very thing that they were running from, the very thing that the reason that Thanksgiving started was because they were running away from government oppression and that we, we came over to America and we, we, we were celebrating the fact that we were here and that we had made it to the first harvest and that there was so much to be thankful for. And right now, guess what? There is government oppression. Right now, there are some crazy power-hungry politicians up there that are trying to take away freedoms, that are intentionally overstepping their, their reach of government and the role of government. And there's a lot in this world that is in chaos right now. There's a lot in this world that is crazy. And there's reason to be upset and to be angry and to, to be uh, frustrated and to fight back and to stand up for what we believe in. But today, tomorrow, this weekend, I think it is incredibly important to take the time and to give thanks for what we do have. Be thankful that even though we're fighting COVID, even though we're fighting government oppression, even though there are things that are happening that are less than ideal, just like it was for the pilgrims when they came over to America, even though it's less than ideal, we can give thanks. We can give thanks for what we do have. And I give thanks for living in America today. I give thanks for the freedom to be an American, to think for myself. I give thanks for the ability to work online and, and, and have the team that I have. I give thanks for my family and for the health and safety that they're experiencing, even though they all did get, or, or most of them did get COVID. I give thanks for doctors and for nurses. I give thanks for our military and for our police officers. I give thanks for so many of the things that make America great and that have made America what it is today. And I, I, I give thanks for the ability to worship God without uh, being too persecuted. I know that their uh, religious freedoms are under persecution right now and are under attack. And there, there are people all over the world, not just in America, but particularly all over the world that have it far, far worse. And so I give thanks for my ability to publicly be a Christian. And even though I may be criticized for it at times, that's still legally protected and I'm still legally al allowed to be able to do that. And I give thanks for that. And I give thanks for growing up at a family or with a family where my mother and my father fought for their marriage and they, they stayed together and they, and they showed me what it was like to have a healthy, uh, to health, have a healthy marriage and to be able to fight for that even when times weren't great. I give thanks for that my parents are still together and that they, that they have eight kids and that I get to have six living brothers and, uh, si uh, brothers and sisters and um, seven total um, up in heaven in the next life. I, I give thanks for, for my mind. I give thanks for my talents. I give thanks for the ability to go out and to create and to lead and, and to go out there and to make a positive impact in the world. I give thanks for my health. And I even give thanks for the political system that we're in today. I give thanks for the ability to stand up and to have my voice be heard. I give thanks for the ability to have opposing views and to have my views stress tested. I give thanks uh, by, by going out there and, and by living in a way that I believe is the best for all and by giving back. And I physically give thanks or I physically demonstrate this giving of thanks by going and, and giving back to those in need and to donate into different charities and to use my time and my money and my resources to promote ideas and things that I believe are important and that are gonna make our society better. So guys, today, this week, this holiday season, there's going to be fighting. There's going to be a lot of political chaos and there's going to be a lot of things that uh, are less than ideal. There's going to be things that we have to stand up for and that we're going to get upset about. But I hope and my prayer 
is that we remember that we are all created by God and that even if somebody disagrees with you, that God loves them just as much as he loves you. God loves Donald Trump just as much as he loves Nancy Pelosi. God loves Joe Biden just as much as he loves Mitch McConnell. God loves us all equally because we are all his children. And I pray that, and my hope is that we remember that and that we take the time to give thanks and we say, hey, even though we disagree, even though we have our differences, even though we will stand up for and fight for our differences or for what we believe in, even though there's going to be times when we have to be controversial, even though there's going to be times when people hate us for standing up for what we believe in, I, my hope is that we remember to give thanks for the ability to even have that, the ability to fight for what we believe in, the ability to have opposition, the ability to live in a country where we can have our differences, but still hopefully move forward together. And that is my hope for us this Thanksgiving. So um, I think I'm going to leave it or kind of wrap it up with that. Not going to get any more um, you know, political or controversial with anything like that. But remember this holiday season, what's most important? Remember this Thanksgiving to give thanks for your family, to give thanks for the hardships and the tribulations. I give thanks that I uh, had a brother that passed away. Not that he passed away, but that I had a brother at all. And then I got to be with my brother for 29 years or he got to be on this earth for 29 years and I got to be him for the 26 years that I was alive, that he was my brother and I got to learn from him. And yeah, it was hard that he passed away, but you know, I, I'm thankful for the time that I did have with him. You know, yeah, it's hard with COVID, but I'm thankful that, you know, I get to go through this because you know what? I've learned so much through COVID. And even though COVID is inconvenient and that it has ruined America in a lot of ways and the ways that I disagree with and that the overreach is crazy, I'm thankful that I got to go through this and learn from it. I'm thankful that I, my family lives where they do and that I'm able to go home and that any of the, the fights that we've had or any of the disagreements that we've had, I'm thankful for those. I'm thankful for the hardship. I'm thankful for the ability to walk through it because it makes me a better person. And I'm thankful that I get to do that in freedom. I'm thankful that I get to learn the lessons that I get to learn from all of those things. And I think that if we have that mentality moving forward, if we have that mentality going in, that we're thankful for it when it is good, we are thankful for when it is hard, and we live out that thanks by being charitable, by giving back, by actually going and giving. Giving is a representation of our thanks, uh, of being thankful. And if we live in that way, I believe that we can all make the world a little bit better here this holiday season, particularly over Thanksgiving. So I wish safe travels to you and your family. I hope that you make decisions this holiday season based on what is best for you, not based on what the government is telling you, because honestly, they can just leave us all alone as far as I'm concerned. But I'm thankful for the ability to stand up and to use my voice. Uh, and I'm thankful for the ability to uh, go travel for Thanksgiving and to gather with friends and with family and to be thankful um, for the world that we're living in here today. And I hope that you all do the same. So God bless you all. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, safe travels. Um, and uh, I guess we'll see you after the holiday. As always, hustle, hustle. God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. And uh, see you guys next week. Take it easy, fam. Peace. Oh, <laughs> oh,